We're looking at easily the most overrated player in this draft. It's so easy. <laughs> That's unreal. I would never draft him. That's the bottom line. I mean... That's a hard no for me. This is an autopilot first round pick. He is definitely on my do not draft list. We get it. We get it. Yeah, Let's I mean... move on. Let's move on. Hello, everybody. This is Hockey Talkie. Trade Center Edition. Is that, that was a pretty good Trade Center alert that I, I did. So. I was going to make it, yeah. Hit <laughs> in my head. I'm Travis. Jesse is here. Yep. We, we held off on this episode to wait till all the trades were done. Yeah, I figured deadline day. no point doing a Sunday before the Monday trade deadline. As you witnessed today, there was some action. There was a lot. Yeah. It was a, how would you rate this trade deadline? Like a 7 out of 10? On a scale of 1 to 10? Yeah, like a 6 out of 10. Well, considering all of my players were involved today, like it just seems like my whole fantasy roster was involved in the trades that went on. But I'm glad that everyone's going to be playing now. No more scratches. That is true. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven point seven. Mm, okay. What, what would you rate it? Uh since it affected my team in no way, <laughs> no matter what happened, and uh, there was no Panarin or Bobrovsky Bobrovsky trade, I give it up to six. But at least Stone got moved, so I feel better about that. People were saying that it was kind of slower to begin, but then it picked up right at the end, like the last hour. Mm-hmm. There were like five or six trades. You guys know where to hit us up at Fantasy NHL Talk, Facebook and Twitter. Yep. Let us know your questions, what you think of what we're going to be saying about some of these trades, how they're going to affect your fantasy rosters. People are going crazy. Like Twitter was blowing up today. Yeah, I imagine. We should have like taken the day off and just... <laughs> like live podcast that'd maybe, have been cool yeah, maybe next year we can do that that'd have been sweet that actually would have been kind of cool actually alright let's just start going down the list and I have these in order from um, the earliest to the latest yeah so this will be like from our last podcast which was the 17th so basically there will be some older trades on here so it'll be basically from the 18th to where we're at today um, we're also going to skip a lot of trash trades like, no one needs to hear about Jordan <laughs> Wheel getting traded and um, Delzato. Nick Batan, that kind of stuff. So uh, if you really, really want to know our opinion on that trade, then ask us. Um, but we're not going to be grinding those out. We're going to try to stick to fantasy relevant. Yeah, because I don't care that Matt Hendricks is back at the Jets and all that junk. So uh, sorry, Maddie. Sweet. Let's, let's get right into it. We're not going to do, like, a normal format like we normally do because this is just the, the trade center little podcast that could yeah it works for me charlie coyle went to the bruins for donato okay is that what his name is yeah yeah. and everyone was freaking out because they liked donato yeah donato was apparently a skilled guy uh but i mean coyle's big and he literally fits the bruins archetype so um really winning for me i would say burns obviously so i'll give props to coyle um yeah, we'll see what Donato does on, my, on Minnesota. Minnesota's kind of like a... He already is doing well. Mediocre team, so <laughs> we'll see. I think he has five points in four games or something, or four and four or something like Donato, that. Donato, really? Yeah, since being traded, yeah. Oh, my God. I have not paid attention to that guy. So, um, yeah, I mean, he was a talented guy for sure. So, uh, yeah, if Minnesota makes the playoffs, then hopefully get some scoring out of him. Uh, Charlie Coyle is kind of a weird fringe forward for me. Like, he's yeah. drafted in some leagues that are deeper, but... Regular redraft 10-person league, I don't think he's drafted. Uh, Yeah, I don't think he really... He had, like, one really good year, and I thought he was going to break out, but then he just, just wants to stay as a 40-point player. So, uh, 
he does hit. He does shoot. So whatever. I mean, he's definitely a guy you can look at in leagues. But uh, I think his outlook is. I don't know what he's gonna get in. I need to Boston. see what his position is on the Bruins. Yeah, we were checking the websites and he's not up there, kind of thing. So uh, he was. I think it was actually like he was buried on the third line as it sits right now. Oh, uh, okay. And that's well, not someone that I'm going to be investing capital on. Oh, yeah, they he's playing with Bacchus. Oh, so they have him centering Bacchus and Cesarnik or whatever that guy's name is. I can't see that far. My eyes are brutal. Chilarik? 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 Okay, cool. And I'm assuming he's second, you know, power play at best? Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's not a bad unit. He's got Heinen and McAvoy, but yeah, I, any third line center is pretty much undraftable, <laughs> I would say. So. I will say he has a better situation Yeah. in Boston than he sure. did in Minnesota. Yeah. But probably not draftable. Yeah, he's just a playoff pickup. I like it. He's going to be a great depth guy, and he's going to destroy the other third lines in the play in the playoffs. So, uh, good for them. Yeah. Oh, this is your favorite trade. Yeah, I know. Hagelin going to Washington. You bash Hagelin every chance you get. I know. He's I'm, fast, man. But he has no finish. Yeah, he's got no finish. I don't understand. Um, they paid nothing for him, so whatever. Uh, I thought it was really weird. They they basically sent Smith Pelly down after like playoff hero last year, the best yeah. player in the playoffs, and they like they send him on waivers and I'm like having a heart attack. I was like, why? Like, yeah, okay, maybe he's regular season. Hagelin's pretty good in the playoffs. But yeah, Hagelin's been okay in the playoffs. Um we were talking about before about the trade secret swaps, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, you think that since he knows all the Pittsburgh strats, maybe he can kind of uh double agent for us. So. That's what the that was that's what was going around hockey center and stuff like that. They were saying that just because he's been with Pittsburgh for so long, he can give them inside information, and yeah. they play the Rangers all the time. Yeah, and you know Washington's going to play the Rangers in the playoffs if the Rangers make it. No, I, I don't hate it, man. It's it's a sneaky sneaky move. Uh, future relevance, I think it's still zero. I don't think Hagelin's a good NHL player. I don't. He can skate, sure, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think that's he's any... not. He's a winger, so he's not taking over any real good spot. But he's not playing the power play, that's for sure. Maybe second unit if he's like super lucky. No, um, I don't think they'd give him any even power then, play. I don't even know. So, unless you believe on five on five haggling, which I do not, he's probably like going to be killing penalties. And then maybe they got him fourth line, no power play time. Yeah, makes sense. He's All just right, moving on. Penalties. Yeah, <laughs> garbage. Uh, Duchesne was traded shortly after that to the Blue Jackets. This is a big trade. I'm curious what they're going to make him first or second line center. That's the one thing. First is what uh, they have right so now. So they put Dubois down. Yeah. Okay. Um, then that's six. So that means it's Duchesne, Atkinson, Panarin, yep. which is a pretty beast line. And Isn't that, that lets, insane? And that lets Dubois play second unit, guys, which is pretty sick for him. Um, I love this team. I think it's amazing. I made a massive gaff error this year um, by trading Borowski before the trade deadline. No, you didn't trade. You just dropped him. Well, dropped Well, yeah. I, mean, that, yeah. I just cut him because uh, I thought that... Panarin or Bobrovsky would get moved. And uh, obviously neither did. Um, to get into that shortly, I read a little thing today that was really, really cool. And I wish I read it before I cut the players. And what, oh. it's, what it said is that <laughs> the reason why Panarin and Bobrovsky weren't traded, uh, especially for Panarin, is because Panarin knows where he wants to go. So there's no point of other teams trying to get him off this team because they can just wait and sign him for nothing. And I thought yeah. that was really cool, because, yeah. like, say he wants to go to the Rangers, then it's also good for the GM, because the GM's like, well, whatever, I'll use him for the playoffs, because I know that there was 
nothing we could do anyway. And if he wants to test free agency and say go to the Rangers, the Rangers can just sit wait. Yep. They'll be like, whatever, sure, he's coming to us, and we'll give him the, the eleven million. We we'll have to pay anything for him. Yep. So. Um, that was the same with Tavares, right? Yeah, Tavares, exactly. Yeah. Why so, are you going to go out and send all your stars to this team when yeah. in two months you could get them for nothing? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I thought that was really, really cool and insightful, and I was like, dang, I really wish I saw that because it makes total sense as a GM to be like, I'm losing Panarin no matter what. The teams that he wants to be traded to aren't going to give me anything because they know he's going there. So. Might as well keep the guy because if you have any chance of making a playoff run, Panarin is the guy on there. And then, of course, same with Borowski. If there's no winner, obviously, same thing. You keep the guy. I don't know if he's in the same situation where he wants to go. But nonetheless, that's what happened. And obviously, I should have hung on to Borowski because now the Blue Jackets are stacked. And uh, he's going to get a lot of goalie wins. So, definite egg on my face. But nonetheless, Duchesne <laughs> goes to the Blue Jackets. Um, I hope he resigns. Yeah. And... Uh, they're kind of treating Panarin and Borowski like their own rentals. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, we'll have them for this year. We'll make this big push this yeah. year. Yeah. Which is good because Columbus has been yeah. a never dark won a, horse. They've never won a playoff series. Yeah. Ever. So, Okay, um, so the three guys on this line, <laughs> Panarin, Duchesne, and... Atkinson. Atkinson. Panarin, 90-point guy with Duchesne? Yeah, same thing. Duchesne, 90-point guy? Yeah. Atkinson, 80? Yeah, forty goals, maybe thirty assists. Yeah, if this 70? is yeah, if this is there next year, absolutely, I see no problem with this line getting being one of those monster lines. Obviously, it won't be, but for the rest of the year, they're going to be fire. I'm sure this this could be like a line like Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak. Yeah, like it it's that good. Or Langus Cog, Ratnan, McKinnon. Like this yeah. could be a very very good line and a very young line. Yeah, the cool thing about this line is it's three finishers. Yeah, so. It's not like a bunch of pass-first crap where you have, like, Backstrom with 12 goals on the year only waiting for Ovechkin. It's like, no, Panarin can snipe, Duchesne can snipe, and Atkins can snipe. They're all monster goal scorers. I hope that chemistry doesn't mess them up then. Yeah, so... It, like yeah. Then they don't have a Marner that's going to pass them all. <laughs> no, I think they should be fine. Panarin's got... He's a really good assist man, I'm sure, so it'll be okay. Um, no, I think this line's going to absolutely destroy her for the rest of the year. If you can get a part of Duchesne... Uh, hopefully you already got a piece of him because now he's playing with actual line mates. Atkinson's value obviously spikes up as well. Panera, nothing changes. He's going to get the same 85 points he gets every year. So, um, yeah. And Duchesne wasn't uh, over a point per game in Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going to happen in Columbus? Yeah. I, ho- I hope they have, like, they have huge ceilings right now. Mm-hmm. Are you buying any of these guys if you can? Um, well, I would have hopefully bought... Duchesne earlier. <laughs> uh, obviously, that's very, you know, pragmatic and guessing. But, um, yeah, if you can get Atkinson for cheaper, that's something you can look at. I think he's going to do great. Panarin, obviously, his value is too high no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Panarin tough. Um, but, yeah, Duchesne, if you're in a positional league, he's a center. So, you might be able to get him for some cheap value for sure because now he's not centering, you know, arguably not good players anymore in Ottawa. So I think it's great for the Blue Jackets. I hope he signs there long-term, and um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's definitely uh, Blue Jackets all or nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're on the Blue Jackets. We might as well talk about Dezingle also went there. Yeah, whatever. Did you see the the picture? Duchesne, he went, played with the team, and then he got a private plane, came back and picked up Dezingle and his family, and then drove back to Columbus in the plane. That's actually so funny. <laughs> like, he was already there, but then like, oh, I'll go pick up Dezingle on the way back. Yeah, let's go pick up Ryan and come he, back. He gets him on the plane, and then the <laughs> whole family goes back with Dezingle. That's kind of funny. I like it. Yeah, I think it's great. They didn't pay anything for him. 
he's a goal scorer. Again, he's on, you know, if you want to compete in the playoffs and need depth, then he's on that third line now with uh, Dubois and Bjorkstrand. So that's, again, it's that's a, a sweet line. It's a great line, yeah. So I, I really like it. And it's a young line that's going to be better yeah. in the oh, future. I think it's awesome. Late round pick next year for Dezingle. I'd give him one. Yeah, depending on your league. I mean, he's going to be – I mean, if Panarin goes, which he will, um, then oh, yeah. he moves up possibly even top line. Maybe that's what they're hoping for. Because Dezingle and Duchesne played together. Yeah, so it could be Dezingle, Duchesne, Atkinson next year as the top line. And so they picked up the two chemistry with those guys already, and then that'll be it. That makes sense. So it's kind of... I never... I've completely forgot that Panarin was It's kind Panarin of 3D chess that they're like that. Yeah, Panarin is gone. Yeah, gone, gone. So he's getting 11, 12 million, whatever, JT money, wherever he goes. So. If they win the cup, does Panarin still leave? No, nah, he leaves, yeah, 100%. Really? He leaves even more. Like, how amazing is that? I was in Columbus, this terrible town... I won the cup. Now I can just free roll the rest now of my life. Now he gets 12 yeah. next team? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can give me 12 and I'll free roll in a terrible team that doesn't make the playoffs. I don't care. Put me in New York. Like, so. That's actually true. That's kind of what I think would happen. But uh, yeah, I, I don't see any possible situation where if they win the cup, he resigns. He still wants out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gone. Well, enjoy the time in Columbus while you can. Yep. Uh, Zuccarello went to the Stars and was immediately injured yeah. after getting a two-point night. Hey, yeah, he looked okay for the... 16 minutes he was there or whatever he but looked good playing top line with ben yeah. sometimes they put sagan on that top line too which could be a really mm-hmm. ben sagan zuccarello could be a nice line yeah i mean the good news is it's only well it is a month so it sucks but if the stars can somehow make it to the playoffs which i don't think they should um he's definitely going to help them zuccarello is a great player so um yeah further fantasy i don't know if zuccarello will resign but you never know and uh, we'll see what happens. I don't think Zuccarello will be drafted next year. Yeah, I don't like, think Very so. late. He's a right wing. Yeah, uh, not much fantasy relevance for, no. at least for our league. We have 15 forwards or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to you about this. I said this in our group chat. Yeah, we were talking about him. And I said Montour to the Sabres. And I said this was a sweet trade because he is rising on fantasy boards this right is now. probably one of the best trades it's sneaky. That happened this year. And it's not for a lot. They paid nothing for this guy. He's a bona fide, like, he was the best defenseman in Anaheim. Yep. And now they trade him for nothing. So now he gets to go to the Sabres, who are basically garbage. And now he gets to salvage that whole back end now. So yeah. now they got Ristolainen, Dallin, Montour. I mean, they actually got, you know, half a team back there now. They got a good team. Yeah. They got a good top six. Yeah, so I think... Absolute steal for the Sabres. Absolute steal. So um, props to them. Anaheim in full sell mode. I don't know why they didn't try to sell Montour to the Leafs or something and try to extract some crazy value there. They might not have been looking after Maybe, Muzzin. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I was curious about that because you can't tell me there was a team that was in the playoffs <laughs> that would want this guy, not the Sabres, who are like fringe out. So, But whatever. Great trade for the Sabres. Props to them. The Sabres are going to be strong again next yeah, year. it's another... It's another brick in the wall, whatever. Like it's the, it's good for them. I like the rebuild there. I also really like Nyquist going to the Sharks. Yeah, for sure. I, I think this is great. Really, really like this. Yeah, uh, the team could already score a thousand goals a game, and now they got another guy. A thousand. Well, the Sharks have got to be up there in goals per game. They got to be top five. I'm guessing. Yeah, they're I probably feel like pretty they high. Always score four goals, like LeBlanc or whatever. Who knows? The weird thing is right now is they have him on the third line with Thornton and LeBlanc. That's 
kind of where he belongs in a way. Nyquist used top line in Detroit all the time. Well, yeah, it's Detroit. This team is stacked. Timo Meyer has like 30 goals. Evander Kane is a beast and probably has near 30 goals. Nyquist, that's where he belongs, third line. And talk about a beast third line. <laughs> that's a that's a good spot for him to be in just to, you know, develop some chemistry with people mm-hmm. and find his game. Yeah, we'll see if he re-signs again as well. But I like I like it. I don't know if he's going to get any first-unit power play time. Obviously not. Uh, he'll definitely get some second unit. So I don't like him for the rest of the year, to be honest. Yeah, uh, not, th- not for this year. Next yeah. year? Even that, I don't want him next year. No, no. I'd last pick him, though. I, yeah. It would be really hard for me to pick Nyquist for the Sharks. I just think that team is way too good <laughs> forward-wise. We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah. Yeah, they are pretty deep. I think it's just a, yeah, it's just an amazing playoff pickup. So. Uh, the other team I want to win the Cup this year, actually. Sharks? Yeah. Not, not, they're not my favorite to win the Cup by any means or anything like that. But if you had to ask me if I had the power of the future or whatever, I would want the Sharks to win this year. I like the Sharks team a lot. I think they deserve it. Yeah, they got a good team this year. So I think it'd be really cool to see them win. Um, but who, well, who knows what happens, but uh, they're definitely a team I'm rooting for this year. Yeah, they are very, very good. And um, Martin Jones is almost overtaking Flurry for goalie wins. Oh, for this year already? Yeah. yeah. He's been catching up, yeah. Yeah, I think they're both at 29 or maybe Flurry's at 30 now. Yeah, but Martin Jones has got to be – I think he was at 29. Yeah, you're right. He's got to be right around there. Can't be Flurry slowed down. I guess Vegas did slump for a bit, so. Yeah, they're – But I'm sure – yeah. They're not doing great right now. What about this Kincaid trade to the Jackets? It's just – So go- now they have three goalies that have all played substantial time this year? Yeah, I think it's – Bobrovsky has terrible playoff stats. And so I think this is, they play Bob game one and he gets shelled six, nothing. And then they put Kincaid in and Kincaid gets like, you know, well, what a about, two nothing win. What about, um, Corpusalo? I don't think they care about Corpusalo. They've they, only they played, just resigned him. They've they? only, yeah, but they've only played him one game. I feel like in the last 10, <laughs> um, and I think Kincaid's better than Corpusalo if I had to say. So, really? Um, and again, I don't think so. And again, it's just, you know, if a goalie goes down, you have another goalie. That's basically what it is. Yeah. So. Well, this is Bobrovsky gets yeah. traded in the offseason yeah. or leaves in the offseason, and then they have Kincaid and yeah. Corposalo. And they paid a seventh or something. Yeah. Like, basically, literally nothing. Um, so, um, I think that's great. Like I said, if a goalie gets injured, you got a bonafide, you know, goalie that you're not scared to put in. Yeah. And if Bob gets super cold and Kincaid gets hot, hey, you never know. Yeah. Um, Kincaid has proven to be amazing. He had a strung together some serious win streaks and shutout streaks on the Devils, so yep. I'm sure on a stack team you can do more. So, um, do you remember what I was saying at the beginning of the year about the New Jersey goalie situation? Yeah, <laughs> when I was saying that they're gonna go with Kincaid and they're gonna run him all year, but then Schneider's gonna come back and then he's he has to. Yeah, they paid him. He's a more skilled goalie. Yeah, and then sure enough, Schneider's back. He's played two games, played okay, but all of a sudden Kincaid's gone. No, and they have no need for him anyway. That there was uh, Miles Blackwood played a bunch of games for them and kicked yep. butt. So uh, there's no need to keep three goalies on a team that's tanking. Um, so it just is hilarious. To, like, what's the point of seventh rounder? But I mean, whatever. So good on the Jackets. I mean, it's a goalie that can win games. Why not, right? So um, I think it's good for them. The Bruins picked up Marcus Johansson uh, from New Jersey. Yeah, I don't care. You can kind of tell who the buyers and sellers are here. Yeah, it seems like Bruins want more players. Devils don't want more players. Yeah, the funny thing about this trade is uh, Marchand was the guy who gave Johansson a massive concussion. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Like when he was out for like 22 games or whatever. This year? Uh, Or the last year? I think it was this year. 
Oh, jeez. So, kind of awkward locker room, maybe they'll bury the hatchet. That's but, like the McDavid. Yeah, Manning or whatever yeah, that guy Manning. was. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll see that goes. As for the thing. I don't think he has any fantasy relevance. No, I think he's a very talented player. I liked him in the Capitals land. He was good on the power play. But I don't think he is that. He's not tough. He's not gritty. He's not yeah. going to win you any playoff series. So, uh, whatever. It's just another thing to have a good third line. So, it's the battle of the third lines is usually the playoffs. So, it's just. That's true. Smith why not, Yeah. Why not have a cheap guy on the. Cheap skilled guy on the third line. So, who knows? Broussard is on his way again. He went to Avalanche. This should have been done like right after their original deal. Why would you let him play two games like with your team and then. Yeah, it's weird. Send him like I don't understand that. Yeah, I just feel like now he knows some of your secrets or something, like <laughs> what you're putting in the water or something. Yeah, Avalanche paid nothing for a guy who was a very serviceable centerman. Um, this was probably the perfect move for the Avalanche because they have zero depth. Yeah, like they have three guys and that's it on that team. So they can put Jost, maybe Soderberg. Uh, oh, they moved Jost to the wing. There you go. So Brassard is the third line center. Arguably, you could say that the second line well Soderberg's just playing out of his mind right now yeah that's true but yeah he could be the second line center long term it's a it's a good trade I mean it's a centerman why not it's all right I have no problems with that they didn't pay anything for it so he's not playing with anyone that's gonna skyrocket his value to be fantasy relevant at all so if he's there next year he's totally undraftable so I wouldn't worry about him at all you like this next one do I well, I don't know. Can you read this? No. This is Grandland to Nashville. Oh, I love this trade. Um, Why? Why I was, do you like it so much? I was going to lose my mind on the, my people in the in the group chat because they're saying, oh, it's barely an upgrade over Fiala. That's what I said. I was I like, know. I don't know. And Fiala I was like, and him are like the same player, aren't they? No way. And I was like, no way, man. Grandland is so supremely talented. He's <laughs> big. Oh, man. I love this trade in Nashville. Like, Grandland, he has 20 power, or sorry, 18 power play points. Nashville, spoiler, has the worst power play in the NHL. That blows my mind. It's literally the worst. Literally. Yeah, they have no one that can score. It's literally the worst. I don't know, like, you can't get Forsberg to Yossi or Subban. Like, I mean, all these guys can score five on five. I don't get it. Yeah. Um is a pass wizard. I love him. I think he's going to do great things. I'm going to be looking for this guy next year to be drafted because he's got to play top six, if not top line. Really? Well, um, I don't think he'd... Arvison? Would he supplant? He him? might. He might. If not second line for sure, and he'll definitely play top power play unit because that's the whole point of picking that guy up. Yeah. So I think that's awesome for them. Will it be? I mean, don't get me wrong. I liked Fiala. He's still a skilled guy, <laughs> but I just think that in a one for one trade, and you get a guy like Granlund who has like a crazy high ceiling, and he's yeah. had seventy five like points before. For Fiala, who may develop into a player, you never know. Um, the I big, like. I like it. The big thing there was the contract. Yeah. Right. Granlund was he's five four or five. Yeah, five point seven. And Fiala was one and a like half or one, something. Yeah. So obviously Minnesota gets some serious cap relief off that. I don't know if they were starved and they all, it's just weird that I, I just I don't get it. It's like do the want the wild want to make the playoffs? Like why would they think, They're selling. Like it's so weird to be selling as well you're in a plus playoff spot. I I, I yeah, I think they just recognize their team sucks, which we've been saying the whole time, is that there's no point of Minnesota making the playoffs just to lose in the first round. <laughs> yeah, so, they got rid of Coyle and Granlin. Yeah. Like, those are two of their big yeah. like, top six. They're better players, yeah. exactly. So I I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe they just think because Duma's dead, the, seri- the season's dead. I don't know. But 
yeah. think this is a great trade. I would pay an extra four million to have Granlin over Fiala every day. Um, so, <laughs> props to Nashville. They need something. They need to get over the hump. They have to score goals. You can't have the worst power play in the playoffs and win. You can't. Well, you know what would help you? Do you have the worst power play? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of this signing. Wayne Simmons. Yeah, I don't like this one. <laughs> Wayne Simmons went to Nashville as well. He's going to be playing maybe second line, right wing. Third line has to be for Simmons. I don't know. There's no one on that right wing. Maybe they'll bump. Well, I mean, same thing. They brought him in for the power play. He likes to stand in front of the net. Yep. He's a great, great power play goal scorer. Um, I think it's great. They paid basically nothing. They paid Hartman in like a fourth or something. So who cares? Um, decent return for the Flyers for a rental. Who knows that they re-signed Simmons. Apparently the issue with Simmons is that he just wanted long-term and Flyers didn't want to give him that. He's they, getting a little older. and Well, he's 30, but he just plays like a maniac and he's had basic crazy injuries. So yeah. he's definitely not the same player he was. So yeah, uh, we'll see how he does this year. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he scores a bunch of power play goals and you know looks great or whatever. But yeah. um, he could get... Yeah. Seven more goals. Yeah, he could get in there. Yeah, I mean, for the rest of the year, he's undraftable to me. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's I don't gonna think anything's going to change <laughs> right away. Those are both like typical Nashville moves. Yeah, like this is what Nashville does. They're going to take these B grade players and they're going to slot them in, give them some use, and make a playoff yeah. push. They're never going to go for the Panarins or the Duchesnes. <laughs> like they're just going to get these like B grade little side pieces that they need. No, it's weird. Their whole team, as I'm looking at it on the screen is just guys they've picked up from trades. It's kind of hilarious. Like Turris, Benino. Like, yeah, Ryan Johansson was a trade. Turris was a trade. Uh, Brian Boyle they picked up from a trade. Now they have Simmons. Now they have Grandland. Their whole team outside of like Forsberg and Arvidsson. Well, you got Subban on the back Was too. like undrafted. <laughs> and then, of course, they draft amazing defensemen, and I get that. But their team, their team, I feel like, is just built by deadline pickups. And it's just like, oh, okay. Turris was okay. We'll, we'll extend him. Every year they think like, they're going to win the cup and they yeah. just don't get the pieces. They're not pushing hard enough. Yeah, I think they're going to get obliterated again this year. I think they'll obviously win the first round. I have to see who the matchup in the second round. The West is pretty bad, so uh, they could get a gift in the second round, but I don't think those two pieces are winning them the cup. It's just typical Nashville. <laughs> it's just it's, give us some depth players because we think we can ride Forsberg, and yeah. Forsberg's like, what? Yeah, I You mean, didn't tell me about this. Yeah, he's only one guy. I mean, you got <laughs> Colton Sissons and Yarncrock on your second line. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's tough. Both players not drafted. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if you put Granlin and Simmons in that spot, so you knock Sissons down... And so tourist centers those two. And you have tourist center. That's a decent. I like that line. That's an okay line. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, that could that could do but, some damage. It gives them a <laughs> top know. two. I love Nashville. I lo- I I think I love their home games. I love the jersey. I love everything about Nashville. But uh, yeah, it would be yet to be seen whether <laughs> those guys pay off. Good for the Flyers for moving Simmons, though. I'm proud of them. So yeah, uh, that was good for the Flyers yeah. because he was just rotting on the fourth and third line, no power play time, and they're yeah, it's it's just get him out of the room. It's fine. Move on. Not that he's a bad guy or anything, but it's just move on. He's not doing anything in Philly. Yeah. yeah. Open up spots. Give Patrick more ice time. Give whatever the younger guys more ice time. So, yeah. That's good. Last one. And then the piece de resistance. This was Stone going to Vegas. Immediately slots in the top line. Yeah, no surprise. With uh, March or so and William Carlson. Yeah, this fixes that line. You don't have to play with Riley Smith anymore. Um, bad for Riley Smith owners if you had it. Terrible him. for Riley Smith. Not that you still had him. Good for Stone. That's me. I have Stone. Yeah. 
Delphi upgrade for Stone. He's not scratched anymore, so he will play. Oh, that's true. He does. He will play. That's for that's sure. That's good. I like when my players <laughs> so that, play. That is an upgrade immediately. Uh, he will be on the ice. Um, <laughs> yeah, he plays with arguably better players. I think Duchesne and Marjasso or whatever, close. But William Carlson is a beast winger. Obviously, he scored 43 goals last year, so who knows what will happen there. Stone, are, he's apparently re-signed for 9.5 over 8 years. Well, not over eight years, but per year for eight years. So, wasting no time that they wanted him. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's start with the line combination first. Yeah. So, Marcheseau and Carlson, I think this gives them both an upgrade. Yeah. I think Stone is a guy that knows how to play hockey right, and these guys are still trying to figure it out. No, Stone is a two-way beast. Right. He, he leads the NHL in takeaways, like, every year. 88 this yeah, year. Yeah, like... It's absolutely insane. It's more than... It's like almost one and a half per game. This guy does something and creates chances. The guy can score. The guy can pass. I've loved Mark Stone forever. When he was back with Hoffman, it was my favorite, one of my favorite lines to watch. Uh, back when they almost made the playoffs in that stupid game, seven overtime loss to Pittsburgh, and they couldn't went to the finals. Right. so close. Right. Yeah. Um, no, good for Vegas. Vegas needs more star power, and why not? Now they got a legit winger, and you can't... They're not. They're hard to be found. I mean, if Nashville got this yeah. guy, we'd be having, talking about a different story. But yeah, um, this gives Vegas a really, really good top six now. The so, second line of Pacioretty, Stastny, and Tuck. Tuck. Yeah, so that's a great top six. Lets you move down Riley Smith and let, open up some space to some guys. Stone's going to be a top power play unit, so you know there. His value is basically equal or greater for the rest of the year. I think greater just for I the mean, team Slightly greater, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love it. I think he's going to be... Drafted way higher next year than he was this year by people. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think I'd say I think he gets 85 points next year. I think he gets yeah. 25 goals, 65 or 60 assists kind of thing. So I think he finishes this year with 70. I think he has 50 right now. Yeah. I, I think, think he in gets the last 20, and 20, 20, he could probably hit 15 and 20 minimum. So yeah. I think he'll, he'll do fine. I don't think it'll take hard to gel. He seems like a guy that just was like you can plug him in any spot. Yeah. And he just like will perform and do the right thing every time. Yeah. So, cuz he knows how to play. That's the thing is he just knows yeah. how to back check, he knows how to play all positions, all scenarios, yeah. offense, defense, whatever. He's just easy. And like Carlson didn't really know, right? He has a 40 goal freak season and then he's like, "Okay, what well, how do I do? Where Yeah, how do I do this again? How do I fit into like my position <laughs> yeah. and be a better hockey player, right? Yeah. Like he didn't But I think Stone will help that whole line. That's awesome. Oh, it'll open up so much space for those guys. Um yeah, I love this. I love this going forward for Vegas. I think it's so cool. I want a stone Vegas jersey now, kind of. Um, <laughs> but also, this on the way back, it went actually really good for the weather or for the Ottawa. Sorry, uh, they yeah. got this. Uh, I don't know, Brunstrom guy. I can't say his name. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, uh, I was doing some googling. You were doing some googling. So he's the guy who captained the Sweden junior team. He, apparently, he's being compared to Carlson, and he's saying that he's better. Uh, he's supposed to be like a generational defense kind of defenseman. Which is kind of weird because he went like 17th overall. but So yeah. it's not like uh, Ottawa just got fleeced and lost this guy for nothing. So I think Ottawa did pretty good, you know? They got a great return for him. Yeah, they got a good return there. They got a bunch of first-round picks from Duchesne. They yeah. got a couple picks from Duzingle. Uh, as much as a tire fire as Ottawa is, I don't think they're going to be that bad for that long, to be honest. They're going to embrace st- the rebuild. Yeah, I still like Chabot. I still like Tuchuk. I still like the guys on that team. Um, so I'm just surprised they didn't move Craig Anderson. Maybe Craig Anderson just retires next year. I was just trying to figure that out. He because, might, after all his issues and stuff. Yeah, because there's no point of having a 36-year-old goalie on a super rebuild team. Like well, They would have picked up a goalie then. Yeah, exactly, right? Like I mean, Maybe maybe that's where Bob goes. Yeah, maybe in the offseason they sign or something. I mean, mm. 
But you heard it here first. I don't think Bobrovsky he, goes to Ottawa. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that happens, there's got to be some reward for me, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, <laughs> that would be like Nostradamus of all Nostradamus. But I cannot see that happening. No. It's like, yeah, I want to go to uh, I the capital get, of Canada. Why I want to get shelled for 55 a night. Like, no problem. I don't want to have any hope of winning a playoff series. But, yeah, like I said, so big, a lot of movement. Uh, Stone, exactly so. What do you think? You briefly touched on it. The contract was a little crazy. Mm-hmm. One and a half mil less than Matthews. Yeah. So they paid a lot for this winger. We were yeah. talking about it before because the the scarcity of a good winger in the league outweighs a centerman like huge. So that's why they paid him this much. Is that too much? Or does Vegas even care? I mean, they have cap space. They have picks. Who cares? Give me a good player. I'll pay him whatever he wants. They... They don't care. They don't care at all. They would have paid him 11 or something. Like, I mean, the team needs players. They saw that in the last year when they ran into the Caps and their top line stopped scoring and suddenly they got destroyed. Yeah. You can't just not win without a star. You need a guy like Ovechkin. You need a guy like Kuznetsov, these game-breaking guys that can just take steel games for you. They had none. They had nothing. They were just a really good four-line team. Um, I don't know if Stone is that guy, but he's sure. I think he's pretty in the right close. Direction, he's yeah. pretty close to yeah. what they're looking for. So uh, Vegas wants to be competitive. There's nothing wrong with getting an 85 point winger um, from free agency for basically a prospect in the second round. So it's a huge deal for both sides. And they paid him long term. That's what Stone wanted. To me, money is irrelevant now in the NHL. The cap's going up every year. Yeah. Who cares? It's an extra two million. Yeah. What does this mean? They have to get rid of a fourth line guy now. Like they have to cut up one fourth line guy, send some guy to the minors for a seven hundred thousand player instead of a one point five million dollar player. Like who cares? Yeah. Um, you can't win without stars in the NHL. I mean, case in point, Tampa. These stacked at stacked teams. It's it is what it is. You can't just penny pinch in the NHL right. and expect to win. I mean, right. so well that's what Columbus was doing. Yeah, they were just grinding it out. They're and they like, were just oh, like, yeah. oh, we're not going to spend very much, yeah, and we'll just, see if we win. And but now they went all in. Yeah, they, they picked up some players and they paid them. Yeah, that's that's good. No. See, there was a lot. Yeah, there was. Do you still think this is a, a I six? still think it was a pretty mediocre trade deadline, yeah. You don't I, think it was a great I one? I just don't think there was any playoff winning trades. That's what kind of bumped me out. I really want to see the Islanders do something. Yeah. But they did nothing. So they're just going to ride the line of Barzil and... I wanted the Islanders to pick up Simmons. I, I wanted them to Simmons. pick up anything. Pick yeah. up Granlin. Pick up anyone. Yeah, Granlin. Nyquist. Like, do something. Both would have been good picks yeah, for them. Yeah, so uh, they're my... Losers for sure. Montreal is another loser for me. They did nothing. They yep. didn't address any situation that they had. No wingers, nothing, no help. So that team, super loser. Uh, again, Oilers, classic loser. Not, not that they were going to contend, but maybe they could have sold, I don't know, Nuge and Lucic together or something and made some movement. I don't know. But uh, another year, another disaster for, <laughs> for the Oilers. Calgary yeah. picked up a super depth defenseman. It's not worth mentioning. But Calgary is pretty close. Basically, Calgary wanted Stone really, really bad. And once they found out they couldn't get him, they yeah. just shut down. <laughs> yeah, because they wanted too much for him. Yeah. So um, that was basically, I'm just trying to think of the other Canadian teams. Vancouver picked up Pearson. Yeah, I, I actually like that. I don't know. It's okay. Gabranson's whatever. So good for Canucks. I mean, sure. Maybe it'll pan out another forward. I think the the biggest winners out of all of this, Ottawa. Ottawa has to be very happy with getting... The big Swede defenseman. Yeah, they moved. They moved their UFAs. I mean, that's the dream. Yeah, they moved all three. 
Yeah, and they got, got good returns for yeah. all of them back. So yeah. now they have tons of picks to either trade or make a yep. rebuild their team. Yeah, I think Ottawa's a huge winner. I agree. And uh, then I like Jackets, Nashville, too. Low Jackets, huge winner. Nashville dramatically improved their team. Is it enough? We'll find out. But yep. they went out and they did something. They didn't break the bank either. Bruins did, I don't know, I give them like a C. <laughs> a C grade? Yeah. Dallas, I give them like a C. Now it's an F because Zuccarello's dead. <laughs> oh, all because he got injured? <laughs> yeah. Sabres an A+. Plus. Getting a monitor for nothing is insane. Yeah. Um, Nike was same thing. You like a nice C to B, picking up a third line guy. Um, nothing really else to rate, to be honest. But a lot of a lot of depth. A yeah. lot of players. It's just a lot of teams getting ready for the playoffs. Getting our third line ready to go. Yeah. Basically, it's like our top six is great. We don't want to touch those. What can we do to fix the bottom six so we can actually get some scoring? And it's like okay, all these teams basically did that. And the coils and the. Broussards and the well, Broussards not a great playoff team, but etc. Like Nyquist, this is so. Um, no, it, it was you know it was eventful. It's all right. I'm more excited for the off season now. Just yeah, I want to see the Panarin webs, the stakes of where he goes. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of stuff and going on. He's gonna get like 11.5. I think it's gonna be something like that. I think it's gonna be like record off season contract. I think he gets more than Tavares. Ooh. He could, I think he, he, he could be the same. And I think he deserves more than Tavares. Really? Yeah. I don't think he deserves more, but I think he could be the same. I think he's so rare, man. He plays with no talent in Columbus, and he got 82 points. He's going to get 85 points and 90 points again. Yeah. Like, give this guy a team. What do you give to Elias Peterson? Pedersen, then, from Vancouver? Because that's the same situation where he's, like, playing with virtually nobodies. Pedersen's got to be 10, 10 and a half. Yeah, they got to be Because he's Because he's a centerman. Or, well, he's... I don't know. Yeah, I know. But again, he he deserves 11. All these guys deserve like 11. The cap's going up. You can't tell me Vancouver has cap problems. Yeah. Like they got to give Pedersen <laughs> eight years at 11 million. Like there's no way they can't. Oh, so, yeah. They'll pay these guys for yeah. sure. I just, yeah. Panarin's going to get paid. It's just going to be. I just hope he goes to a team that doesn't suck. It's going to be Rangers, man. I just He's don't, already said I Rangers don't from the beginning. S- I just don't want to see him in Florida, and I don't want to see him in the Rangers. That's like. Or the Islanders or some trench team. It's just like. Miami, Ugh. Detroit. He's gonna go to Detroit. Yeah, he wants to play in Detroit City, <laughs> biggest slum city ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Those are all of the trades. We don't have any kudos or anything for you today, cause not as a quick Monday night. Um, if we missed any trades, like you said, he wants to grade them or talk about it. Message us at, at Fantasy NHL Talk. Uh, you can send us a message on Twitter, or Facebook, when you talk about it, or if you think you have opposite opinions or you agree with us or trades you'd like to have seen happen but didn't happen. Um, we'd love to hear all your guys' opinions. Um, so yeah, there's lots, lots coming in. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think what came through Twitter this week. A lot of polls, a lot of talk about where these players would go. Mm-hmm. No, that's pretty much it. Do you got? Do you got a quick kudos to shout out? <laughs> oh, I, I watched the Oscars <laughs> last night. That was pretty sweet. I did not watch. Yeah, I heard uh, Green Book won Best Picture. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We watched that. I like that movie. Yeah, uh, it's kind of hoping Clans maybe would win. I thought Klansman was just a little bit better, um, but they're both really good movies. Yeah, they are. Uh, Rami Malek got it for Queen, which is pretty cool. Good for him. For Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, the sheet's like right in front of me of like our ballots. Yeah, no, I was just I was like looking at it. I was we like, had a little mm-hmm. bet. What else do we got here? Uh, oh, uh, Spider Man One, which is amazing. Yeah, Spider Man was probably the best movie. Yeah, seen I, in a long I want Spider Man to win so bad. Into the Spideyverse. Yeah, I wish I got nominated instead of Black Panther for Best Picture because Black Panther is not that good of a movie. Black Panther took a couple awards. Yeah, like costume design and stuff. Like who cares? <laughs> but it is. It's an Oscar. Sure, no problem. 
right, let's sign this one up. Yeah, the only other thing I wanted to say quickly is I wish Adam Driver got it for Black Klansman. Um, I think he did an awesome job. For supporting actor? For supporting actress. Yeah, they gave it to a guy who already won one two years ago for Moonlight. Yeah. So he was a really good... Yeah, he was sweet, though. Don't get me wrong. He's amazing. In Green Book. Too. And he was really, really good in Luke Cage because he was the villain. He was oh, cotton, yeah. He was Cottonmouth in the first season, and yep. he was so good. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I would have liked to see that. Anyway, that's all I got. Sweet. We will talk to you guys again probably next week. Enjoy the trades. Hope everything goes well for you.